This, 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 we are gathered here today for the Fight Disciples UFC and Boxing Talk. Welcome to episode 188 of the Fight Disciples podcast. This one's dedicated to the world of UFC. Uh, if you've only just stumbled across us, you can get us on iTunes, Fight Disciples. Please subscribe. Write us a five-star review. It helps us with our visibility in the iTunes charts. Uh, you can get us, if you're an Android user as well, on our website, fightdisciples.com. And we're all over social media, at Fight Disciples. Uh, on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, of where you will see the lovely face of uh, Darren Till on a regular basis because my illustrious colleague here, uh, being the scouser that he is, he's going to be now incredibly unbearable. I'm going to give him the first 10 minutes of the podcast, right? We're going to get it all out the way. We're going to get it all off his chest uh, before we talk about UFC 223. We're going to get it all off his chest because for 10 years, right, he's been campaigning for UFC Liverpool, campaigning for it. For the last year, we've been campaigning on this podcast, for Wonder Man, and we call him Wonder Man because he's 35 fucking years of age, all right? And my man here, Nicholas Pete, Nicholas Uriah Pete, has been banging that drum left, right and centre, even going up and down the streets of Liverpool once in this particular fight. He's been all over social media. So he's going to tell you now that he's not surprised, motherfuckers, that this is happening on May 27th. Yep. Is that it? Is that it? I've picked you up. You've been harping <laughs> on. I've had tweets from people giving me tons this week going, oh, fucking hell, podcast is going to be unbearable this week now that they've announced Wonder Man. Bloody Till, bloody Pete, them two, bloody sleeping in the same bed. It's going to be absolute carnage. Catterall, let me know when it's over, and then I'll come back in for UFC 223 preview. So I said, right, t- 10 minutes, mate. Go on, go on. You- you're getting what you want. I'm absolutely getting what I want, and you know what we're getting? We're getting a fucking final eliminator, baby. I don't care what anyone says about Here he is. Kobe Covington and Here RDA is. This is Nick, for the interim way. belt. <laughs> it means fuck all, because Darren Till is going to starch Stephen Thompson. He's going to make a statement Ooh. in his hometown, and he's going to get the next shot at Tyron Woodley. You heard that your first son. It's happening. Believe it. Can I just Believe say- it and achieve it. Do you know Bispin like, wants to get on this card now? You well? sounded like Bispin then. <laughs> Someone's been listening to Bispin. Bispin. Wa- Bispin wants to get on this card now as well because he knows it's going to be a smoke Listen, show. We'll get on him in a minute, right? I just want to pay a little bit of credit to Stephen Thompson because oh, absolutely, yeah. over the last three Found months... Found him, didn't he? He went digging in his underpants. <laughs> took him two months. Took him two months, but after two months of digging around in those yeah. undies, yeah. he finally surrounded his testicles. Do you reckon it's anything to do with the paycheck getting doubled? Absolutely. Do of course it is. Well, I think it's also the fact that the UFC have gone, OK, uh, you're fighting it. Uh, Cobblington, RDA, okay, that's for interim title fight. Okay, over here, we're going to do, uh, you know, another fucking welterweight. Ponzanibio Pons- and, and, and Usman's over there. but And, and Woodley's out. Okay, Wonder Man, you ready? And, he, and he's kind of looked around and going, oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm getting okay. till, and I'm getting clearly till. Clearly, I'm getting till, whether I want him or not, because he clearly didn't want the fight. His dad was saying, fucking, we don't want the fight publicly. Not interested. We're only looking up. You can't look up. There's only Woodley above you. You're number one contender. And you've had two fights. And you've had two cracks at it, and they're both fucking awful. It's never going to happen again. So, unfortunately, you've got to basically save what's fucking sick. Eat what's saved up for you, and the UFC have saved up the beast, <laughs> I love, the gorilla. I love how passionate you are about this, right? Because you can smell a moment now. There's a moment coming. Get yourself a ticket. I think tickets are on sale next week, yeah? Tickets on sale on Friday the 13th. Listen, However, don't for Fight up. Disciples, yeah. if you visit our Facebook page... Oh, hey, up. Look you, at you dropping bombs I've, I've, put a, I've put a little code on there and a link 
on our Facebook page so you can buy your tickets on the 11th of April. 11th. That's two days before they go on sale. And don't fuck about. Because don't fuck about, they yeah, will go. Absolutely. Well, you know what? Bisping's making serious noises over the weekend that he wants to be added to this card. I thought it was bullshit at first, but I've seen, I've read the quotes, legit, yeah, and legit. he's legit. Mm. And if Bisping gets added to it as co-main, not that it needs it, it's going to sell out anyway. Retirement but, fight. But believe it, Bisping's retirement fight, every fucker will want to be there for that as well. So it just makes it doubly as crazy. It's going. The tickets are going to be like rock and roll shit. Absolutely, it's going to be insane. Two days early, he sorted you out as the lad. Yeah, he's had a way with shouts, mate. Can't say no more than that, can I? Mm. There you go. Get on it, right? So April 11th on our Facebook page, at Fight Disciples, make sure you follow it. There'll be a code on there so you can it's use it. It's on there now. All right, it's on there now, but on April the 11th is when you, you can, can use it. You can use it April the 11th. Fucking yeah. hell, he's giddy as a kid in a yeah. sweet shop. This kid, is I can't wait. Um, Wonderman, well done for finding your bollocks and uh, coming to Liverpool. Listen. Neil Magny, Gunnar Nelson on the, on the card as well. Slow we down. know why. We know why. Slow down, right? This is a case Slow. Wonderman loses Listen, them d- testicles d- between no. now and then. Right. One of these guys Don't gets... Don't brush over this main event, right? Nope. It's not a foregone conclusion. That's what you think. It's, it's, stop it! It is not a foregone conclusion. Till is an animal. He's a gorilla. Of course he is. He's the up-and-comer. He's the rising star. Yep. Wonder Man's End been... Off. Shut up! Wonder Man's been there, done that, got the T-shirt. And lost twice. This is a real fight, mate. I'm only messing. Of course it's a real fight. Right, it's the then. toughest fight for any welterweight in the division. Mm-hmm. Stephen Wonderboy Tom... Wonder, Wonderboy. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Wonderman Thompson... <laughs> Is the number one ranked guy below the champion. He's the number one contender. Mm. To become the champion, you've got to beat the top contender first. Darren Tiller's about to do that. That means he goes above RDA and imagine? Covington in my book. Mate, it is going to be you are going to be unbearable if he <gasps> if he starts you mean this. If? What do you mean if? It ain't if, son. It's when. And it's May 27th. That's when. I'm not staying in Liverpool on May 27th. You are. I'm going home. You are. <laughs> no, I'm going home. We're going to the Gorillas after party. Fucking hell, fire. <sighs> we'll be in Pop World, mate. That's where we'll be. We'll be in Pop World on uh, Concert Square. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be tremendous. May 27th. Make sure you get a ticket for it. Yeah. But as you rightfully pulled, pointed out there, because I wanted to me- uh, uh, mention uh, Magni versus Nelson, um, the, the reason why that is there is Absolutely. that someone's going to get slid in if... Thompson, or even what, or if till I mean injuries whoa, whoa, happen. Whoa, 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 injuries whoa. happen. I'm just saying injuries happen. All right. Yeah. Someone's going to get slid in. That's all I'll say. Yeah. I okay. think that's that. That makes bis, the Bisping coming onto this card more sense as well. Mm. Just in case. Just in case just something in happens. Because literally, because they've added no other scousers to this bill, and I'm really disappointed by that. To be yeah, honest, yeah, I'm upset you. for Danny really because I think I he's. Believe, a, I earned the shot. I think there's probably another spot or two to be filled on this card, but I can't believe Danny Roberts hasn't been put in just oh, to, oh, just Chadwick. to prove that local interest. Or I think Lee Chadwick for me was this after Paddy distanced himself bizarrely. Yeah. Um, I think Lee Chadwick for me was the shoe in. He's the veteran. He's the guy that's been there, done it, and he fucking deserves it. Yeah. And he's the current. Cage Warriors middleweight champion, so he was the one. I thought secretly, I thought he'll probably get it. He'll probably he's probably yeah, the yeah, one yeah. that's going to get the call, but he hasn't received the call as of yet. So it's um, to, have, to have you know the the gambling the entire card on one local interest fighter at the moment, which mm. is interesting. I just want to point something out, right? Because on our boxing show, if you listen to our boxing show, it is available on our website fightdisciples.com and on um, on uh, iTunes as well, if you want to go and have a nosy. We've rabbited on about the month of May mm-hmm. for some period of time. Now, obviously, there's a narrative going on with the month of May at this moment with Canelo Triple G. We think that that's going to get pulled uh, on May the 5th, but we've still got Bell Uhe on that date. We've still got Lomachenko, Linares, and all these fantastic fights May during the month insane. of May in yeah. boxing. May is on. Boxing is, is May, yeah. Right. So if you like both sports, fuck me. Don't be booking yourself a holiday in May, right? 
You ain't going anywhere in May. Your weekends are already assigned. Yeah. I'm going to give you some dates now for your diary. 12th of May, Rafael Dos Anjos versus Colby Covington. I'm, I'm only really going to talk about this welterweight division, right? So Rafael Dos Anjos versus Colby Covington. The week after, Usman's taking on Ponce <laughs> Nibio. The week after, it's UFC Liverpool. All right? Sorry, you're going to have to tell them that you're not coming out to play in May because it's busy, 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 busy. And yeah. you can couple that up as well with a lot of boxing events uh, that are happening in UK and stateside too. Of course. Too. Do you know what? Even for the UFC as well, though, the next three weeks, you know, we've got the, this big, weekend. the big main event at UFC 223, which we're going to come on to in a second, which is, you know, was predicted by me on this show last week and the week before. You're a bit it of a show-off today, aren't you? So it's, it's you know, it's, we've got a new headline no, this weekend. Listen, self-praise is Then no we've praise. got Poirier versus Gaethje the week after, which yeah. is going to be fucking bonkers. Mm. And then we've got Barbosa versus Lee the week after that, and that's going to be a crazy mm. fight mm. as well. The next three weeks for UFC are insane, and then we've got the welterweight super showdowns in May. Mm. The, it's basically, the, it's, like a, it's like a tournament, isn't it? The welterweight tournament takes place in May. And whoever majors, and I don't give a fuck whether Covington RDA's got the belt, got the interim title, whoever majors the month of May with the biggest performance will fight Woodley next, I'm telling you now. Uh, then Woodley will come out with some other bullshit and say, right, okay then, uh, if you think that Darren Till should have a shot at me next, he's got to have the interim belt, so he's going to obviously fight yep. Colby Covington. Let's delay it a little bit longer. No, fuck off. Let's have it. Let's have it. Absolutely. Where you at? Let's go. <laughs> That's my Dillian White, by the way, from uh, the boxing lot. Uh, let's get on to this weekend, shall we? Because I'm dead excited about this. We've had a little bit of a lull recently in the UFC, haven't we? But do you know what? I've kind of liked it because we've had two weekends off conti- continuously without UFC. And it's reminded me what the UFC used to be like when you'd get one a month mm. or, you know, one every three or four weeks. And you kind of, it gives you enough time to sit back and savour it and to go, get buzzed oh, up again. yeah. To get buzzed up. So, I, the, you know, I would, what, going into the weekend, obviously it was all about Anthony Joshua for us, but I was kind of like, fuck. I can't wait until next week when we can start talking about Khabib versus Tony Ferguson, the two best active lightweights on the planet. It's going to be amazing. You're not talking about that though, mate. And then you're not talking about up, Khabib and Tony Ferguson. I woke up Monday morning and was like, "Ah, yeah, fucker." You knew, you knew though. You I called it. I've how been many, saying it. I've been saying it for they, weeks. How many times did they try to make this fight, mate? That's four. It ain't now. happening. Let's fuck it off. It it's ain't the happening. Fourth time it's been pulled off. Yeah. So the first time it was uh, Tony Ferguson. Yeah. Second time it was Khabib. Ferguson injured. Then Khabib injured. Then Khabib Then wait. Khabib fucking failed to, to, to make the weigh-ins or recover from the weigh-ins, the old Tillamassu gate. And now Ferguson's injured again. This the, that's four times now. The UFC can't... The problem is, they can't make it now. Have you seen... Have they you can't seen make how, it a fifth time. Have you seen how he got injured, though? Pathetic. On a TV set? On a TV set, Not yeah. even in training or anything like that. It's just ripped his knee ligaments. So disappointing because... Anyway. I'll be honest. I was fucking... I was so looking forward to it because I thought it was a brilliant, brilliant fight. I I was having arguments all last week as to uh, how this fight was going to go because there was a few actually. There's a, there's a kid who uh, covers boxing for. Um, I'll give him a bit of a name check actually for the Manchester Evening News. Right? Yeah. Uh, a lad called Sheldon K. He's a top kid, but he, he was following call around. But he's a big fan of uh, the UFC, and we're having a little bit of a, a chat about it. And he was adamant that Khabib was going to ragdoll Tony Ferguson all over the gaff. And I was saying, listen, don't sleep on Tony on his back, man. He's decent. Yeah, Khabib's going to get some takedowns. He loves all that type of shit. Yep. But Tony on his back is solid. He's good. And I think he whacks a little bit harder, mate. I was backing Tony in that particular fight. You know what I feel about him. Um, but we're not going to get it. We're no, not we're get not Tony getting Ferguson it. Uh, and you know what? I was going to go with Tony Ferguson this week. I was going to go for it. But um, 
obviously we're not getting it now in case you haven't heard and this, you're thinking what the fuck are they on about tell us who he's fighting then yeah, yeah. Um, Tony Ferguson dropped off with an injury the I'll UFC tell you who's fighting. bringing in the champ Max champ. Holloway the champ bringing in the champ champ I'm telling you Max Holloway the current featherweight champion is stepping in with six days notice yeah, to fight the unbeaten Khabib Nurmagomedov and let's face it a shootout for the big show a shootout for Conor McGregor I think if Max Holloway can win this come weekend on, come on he becomes a two weight champion he's the champ champ the champ champ the current champ champ the, yeah yeah not the past champ champ the current he's champ he's the champ. now the 145 and the 155 so he, the perfect narrative is belt on either shoulder where you at Connor where you at Connor the blessed era baby exactly because he'll have he'll have both belts that Connor May still have our home on his mantelpiece, but now they're not worth anything because Max Holloway will have proved himself to be the new champ champ. The great thing is it sets up that amazing fight with Conor McGregor, the, the rematch. fight that we want to the see. Rematch. Of course it is, the fight that the sport wants to see and the fight that I think Conor McGregor comes back for. However, I also know that the UFC are ready to fucking push the button on UFC Russia. It's done. It's ready. We They will announce it Monday morning if Khabib wins this fight, regardless of whether it was Holloway or Ferguson, whatever. That sets up potentially a crazy fight for Connor going to Russia to fight Khabib, which would be fucking mental. But you know what? Would kind of sum Connor's career up for all the shit we we've given him, and everyone gives him for not being active enough in boxing, uh, for in in MMA. He what Connor does, yeah, he takes on the biggest fights for the biggest money. For and, and if they'd have said to him, "Listen, we're going to Russia. We're going to do you and Khabib on the top. It's going to be the most money we've ever paid a fighter in UFC history." But it's the big show. And Connor's going to go, that's exactly what I'm coming back for. I ain't come back for anything less. So, in two ways, obviously, personally, I would love Max to win. I want Max I to win. I fucking love guys stepping in late notice and going for it. As you always say, dare to be great, man. And he's daring to be great. I would love him to win. But the Khabib Express is ready to roll. And Russia could be a huge market for this sport and could be the next step in the UFC's progression. So I kind of want to see UFC Russia. And I don't think it happens. It, it, I don't think it happens unless Khabib's the champ because that's the big selling point on it. So it's exciting, man. It's fucking it's such a big fight. I'm, yes, I'm still kind of reeling from the fact we're not going to see Fergus and Khabib. But Max Holloway daring to be great. You can't not get excited about that shit. So long ball game, you want Khabib to win. Yeah, but just for the just for the, just for the moment of it. Let's have Max Holloway. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't want Khabib to win. I want Max to win. I want Max Holloway to win. But like. for the bigger narrative of Conor McGregor coming back and fighting Khabib, yeah, you can you you be all right with. I you. think either way, this is Conor. Whoever wins Saturday night, this is Conor's, this is Conor's opponent. This is who Conor's going to face. Whether it's Khabib in Russia for crazy, crazy fucking Russian rublies, or it's Max in the US. How, how does Max? How I mean, all right, he'll be all right with weight because he's out of camp. I'm well, I'm sure he stayed in the gym, but he's well, not training for a fight. Well, yeah, the Ortega fight was made, wasn't it? They they took they they'd made the fight with Ortega, hmm. so he was obviously doing in the early bit. stages doing of his a camp. bit. Don't forget, he hasn't got he hasn't got ten pounds to lose. You know, he's he's one fifty five. He hasn't got to get down to one forty five. So um, Max doesn't look like the type of guy that fucking blows up to like one seventy odd anyway. No, so he's not he's not going to be huge. The weight cut's not going to be an issue. It's just how's he going to keep him off him? The mad for thing five was rounds? they went. Uh, how's he how's he going to keep Khabib off him for know. five rounds? Well, maybe he isn't. Maybe he's going to sub him. He's going to try and sub him. It's going to be crazy if he sub Khabib, oh, mate. If he beat Khabib, it'd be fucking phenomenal. Khabib's undefeated, man. No one's come close to beating him. If Max Holloway was to beat him this weekend, then of course he's going to start as the underdog. He's the featherweight champ. Of course he is, yeah. Against a, a unbeaten lightweight mauler. 
But Max's confidence is fuck. We've said this before. You know, since his loss to Conor McGregor, the kid's been on an absolute tear. Well, look at his streak. What is it? Real? I think the the joint streak is twenty one consecutive fights in it, undefeated between these two That's in the right. UFC. That is twenty one I mean, fight. This we've never. This was the, the the biggest undefeated streaks in the history of UFC. We've never seen two guys on such an unbeaten run fight in the UFC ever. And these are doing it with a belt on the line as Six well. Six days nice. Twenty one fights unbeaten between the two of them. It's phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Come on, Max. Fucking do him. <laughs> the longest single. Uh, match up in UFC history in terms of unbeaten runs just fucking brilliant I think it's brilliant and um, yeah man I can't look past the Khabib win let's be honest you know, I don't oh, think anyone can I, at this stage you can't you know, yeah, you'd you, have to be mental to put money on Max sports. Holloway this is sport in general not just necessarily fight sports fans get carried away where they, they dream of the impossible This fight, Max Holloway's dreaming of the impossible of course he is as we were talking about in our boxing show champ, with Pricey you get an opportunity, go for you've it. got to take the opportunity, you've got to go for it. And yeah. sometimes it ain't going to work out, right? And then hindsight, Monday morning, there'll be loads of people on our Twitter feed going, ah, I told you so. Told you Khabib would do it. Yeah, but that's the easiest thing to say. Yeah. We could sit here and go, Khabib will just ragdoll him. And he will. That's what's going to happen. I'll tell you now. That's what's going to happen. Khabib's going to ragdoll him because he's, he's used to being at this weight and he will ragdoll him. But I'm daring to dream, mate. This is what it is. I want that. I just I just want him to maybe just overshoot, get caught in a little bit of a cheeky guillotine. Yeah. I just want Max to light him up on his feet, to be honest with oh, you. Oh, that'd be great. I'd love Max I can't see him doing it, though. Up. Um, Khabib only knows one way out to fight, so at least, you, at least he's going to come you forward. Know what, you know what he's going to do. Max has just got to time the right shot at the right time. And so far, he's been absolutely phenomenal since he's won this featherweight belt. He's been on an absolute tear. And, uh, you know, I think... What was that? Any, re- anybody else replaces Kev, t- Tony Ferguson for this card? I'd have been disappointed. Mm. But Max Holloway makes me go fuck yeah because Max is. And this, this was I seen the quote from Max Holloway, and he was like, "I, I believe I'm the number one pound for pound fight in the world. F- fuck Demetrius Johnson. There's nonsense. Of, he won't even fight T.J. Dillashaw, who's coming to his world. And Max uh, and, and Demetrius Johnson's running away like a little coward. Max Holloway's like, I believe I'm the best pound for pound. So. In saying that, I can't now turn down a fight at 155 because yeah, I yeah. think I'm the best. Yeah, yeah. So if I'm the best, pound for pound means you'll fight anyone in any weight division. I'll go and fight him. Give me the fight. And the best thing was they did this at the at the uh, did like a big press. You know, the UFC like to do these big press conferences with all the champions and shit. This was done months ago. If you go back to that, uh, someone they stand up and go, uh, "What happens if Sandu? Sandu? Is it, it Sandu? Is it? Yeah. Yeah. What happens if Ferguson and, uh, and have and you got an Khabib? insurance policy? Is what he said, and he mentioned and it, Eddie Alvarez, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. As but the it insurance was before Dana could even speak. Yeah, Max Holloway grabs the mic and goes, "I'm free. I'm fucking right here. I'm, I'm the, I'll do it. I'll step up. No problem. I'll step one, in late and that was for either one of them. And he did it. And he did it. It's fucking insane. Yeah. That's why I want Max Holloway to win. Go on, son. Respect. Mm. I'll tell you, I want to win at the weekend. What the the, uh, the the former champion who's getting a chance at the, fucking yeah the one she that, should she doesn't deserve the one that got it with that lucky shot <laughs> <laughs> no she got lit up but normally I would say yes she doesn't deserve the shot but if someone's reign supreme in a in a division we see it in boxing all the time I think they deserve a rematch no oh, shut up Joanna Chidrajek. Is going to be back in action. Her hand will be raised. She will become the champion once again, uh, taking on uh, Rose Namajunas. We've all fallen in love with. Don't get me wrong. We've fallen in love with Rose, but I fell in love with Joanna first. And you never forget your first love, mate. Do you? Yeah. you never forget <laughs> it. I've had a little bit of an affair with Rose Namajunas, but Joanna's my proper high school sweetheart. You know what I mean? We're going back, baby. We're bringing it back to Polski at the weekend. The um, again, I'm I'm disappointed. This fight's happening. 
I would love to have seen Rose fight somebody else in her first title defence. Um, this is not a Jose Aldo moment where he's reigned undefeated for 10 years and you kind of go, oh, wow, he does kind of deserve another shot because he did get caught with a single punch against Connor. Rose Namajunas took Joanna apart. She dismantled her. She absolutely destroyed her for best part of three minutes and then she got the finish in the first round. For me, that's a statement. That means I've done you. You're done. Jog on. Move on to the next one. It wasn't a lucky punch. It wasn't. It couldn't be construed as a lucky punch. It was a great performance. And for that reason, I'm disappointed that Joanna's gone straight back in because I don't I don't get Joanna of being a great ambassador for the sport anyway you know she likes to come across as the school bully she likes to come across as tough and i don't understand why my bed i just don't get why the ufc want it wanna for me the ufc are showing favoritism towards joanna Mm. it's like they want joanna to be champion yet rose namajunas's story is so much more amazing than joanna's story you know she come from an abusive background an abusive home now she's got this amazing kind of holistic lifestyle that she lives and you know in this first fight with Joanna you I was spitting in her face and saying all kinds of things and I'm going to destroy you and she's just standing there repeating the lord's prayer and you know she's she is Rose Namajunas for me is like a poster girl for what the, a UFC champion should be she's so much more awesome uh, yeah exactly Joanna isn't that. Joanna's this crazy Eastern European, you know, I don't, I don't get how the UFC won here to be a champion in a marketplace where they've got where they've got no big stars. They're desperate to build big stars. For me, Rose Namajunas could be a big star. You know, she's absolutely stunningly good looking, as well as being an amazing fighter, as well as having this amazing background. And yet, and she's got the whole shaving head thing. So it's like the girl power. Fuck it. I'm, I'm here for me. I'm not here for you kind of attitude. I love all that. It, it, it baffles me that the UFC seem to fancy certain storylines over others when, for me, that's a bigger storyline. Rose, Rose Namajunas is a bigger, has got more potential to be a star than Joanna. It, it, it just baffles me. All that has just come from a man who would drink the piss of uh, Valentina Shevchenko. Valentina, have you seen her uh, Instagram and Twitter recently? Stop it. Hoo-wee! We are being treated, my friend. Exactly? No, we are not. We are being treated. No, we She's are been doing not. some kind of model shoot or whatever it is. <laughs> and there's been some on-fire images floating about. I'm not having it. I'm telling you. Get on, here, get on here social media, man. Get ready to be impressed. <laughs> Anyway, should be a good fight. This are you going with yeah. Rose again? Then I'm going to go with Rose again. Yeah, I've got. I can't fucking say all that and then say yeah, you yeah Joanna. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm going to go with Rose again. I thought she was outstanding last time, and I think Joanna, she's going to have to have a personality uh, will, change. Will Johanna change the way that she fights for this fight, knowing that she has been tagged and knocked out? Um, I think. The thing is, Joanna's whole back. She's a Thai fighter. She's yeah, yeah, a Mai yeah, Thai yeah, fighter. Yeah. That's her whole thing. Yeah. yeah. And she got lit up on the feet by Rose last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last time it was supposed to be Rose's only chance was to take her down. So what, what's Joanna going to do differently? Is she going to be less aggressive? Well, she's less aggressive. Maybe Rose will be a bit more aggressive. Mm. It's going to be interesting to see because, again, Joanna is used to being the bully. That's how she wins fights. Yeah, yeah. She's a bully. She's a brawler. She's aggressive. But she, got she pushes bullied. you back. But she got bullied. And be interesting to see how she reacts this time. And you know what? I hope it's humbled her a little bit. We'll find out during the week. Uh, at the press and at the at the uh, the weigh in and stuff like that, whether it has humbled her, has I he hope fuck? it has. I no. hope it has. has he fuck, it's Joanna. She'll be in her face again. She'll be trying to intimidate. Her. She'll be doing. She'll be doing all sorts of random nonsense this week, and I'm looking forward to it. I, Champ- hope, I hope Rose. The champ is back. Her up again. She, she better not. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Uh, there's loads of other interesting fights on this card, actually. Uh, come, I'm going to go Chiesa first, if that's all right. Chiesa, yeah. uh, Pettis. Uh, Anthony Pettis, uh, again, in the lightweight division. Last time out, um, we saw Chiesa. He was uh, a little bit annoyed that... Uh, well, he says he didn't tap, but he did tap. Let's be straight. Did, it, was, it was over, right? Yeah. Uh, against Kevin Lee. Yeah. Now, Kevin Lee, as you just mentioned, uh, taking on Barbosa. Yeah. I know that we go on quite a lot about the welterweight division being a little bit of a shark tank. This, there's some fucking sharks knocking about at 155 pounds as well, isn't there? The lightweight division's absolutely insane. Absolutely brilliant. Um, well, then, good things about Pettis. I've heard, I've heard people inside the camp saying that, you know, the old Anthony Pettis is back and stuff like that. But this is a guy that he hasn't put two wins together since 2013, 2014, mm-hmm. the former champ. You know, he's... Uh, he's Showtime. Been, yeah, he's been massively exposed. And he, as I say, he, you know, he's had a couple of wins in the last few years, but um, only against veterans like Jim Miller and stuff like that. Against the likes of Holloway, Barbosa, Poirier, Alvarez, obviously RDA when he lost the belt. Um, he's been exposed. So I think we're getting to that stage now in Anthony Pettis' career where it's like, if, you know, this is an opportunity for him because Gies is ranked higher than him, I believe. Um, but he's got to he's got to try and turn it back. To, he's got to turn back the clock this weekend. And mm. unfortunately, I just think Kies is all wrong for him. I think Kies wins this fight, and I think that could be the end of Anthony Pettis as a genuine lightweight contender. Obviously, the main event with what's happened in the main event is the probably the one that everybody's looking forward to the most. That's what everybody's excited about. And obviously, we've just been talking about Joanna against uh, Rose again. That'll get people off the seats. But if you, as you look down the list of fighters, every time I see Alia Kinter's name. I get excited because yeah. the guy's a nutcase. <laughs> He's an absolute nutcase. Not only will he, he chuck it all in the octagon, but he'll also do something wacky, wacky on the mic as well, man, which will give us that, I don't know, that uh, little bit of clickbait, that little bit of viral content for our, our social media. Smarty. He is mad as a box of frogs. This is a geezer that has had his uh, discrepancies, let's just say, with the UFC over the last yeah. year to two years. Um, Remember he was supposed to be fighting in Jersey and then he went, fuck it, it's not worth it. I'll, I'll keep selling houses. Yeah, because he, he works he's in real, real estate. He's in real estate, yeah. <laughs> uh, but he's taking on Paul Felder this weekend. Again, great this fight. is another one in the lightweight division. Yeah, it's a great fight. Um, Aya Quinter's, well, for me, some of the best boxing in there in this lightweight division. Uh, and he certainly won't have to go looking for Paul Felder, who loves a brawl. So the thing with Aya Quinter, I think he could genuinely be a title threat, except he just can't get past his issues with the UFC. And, I think you can't get past being a gobshite, is what you yeah, wanted to say. But then again, some of the stuff he says, you're like, yeah, you're right. You know, the UFC, the fighters do need more protection. Yeah, yeah the yeah. fighters should be looked after better than they are by the UFC. Yet they 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 they, they work as freelancers. Yet their contracts are like full time contracts, so they get used and abused in the UFC. But either you shout and piss and, and moan about it. And then when it all dies down, you take a fight anyway. Or you take an actual stand. I Quinter's not really doing either. He likes to moan and complain and everything else, but then he pops up once or twice a year and fights. You think, and well, and always puts on a show. Yeah, exactly. It's like, well, do one or the other. But he's never, ever going to get near a title shot, the way he talks and the mm-hmm. way he, he disrespects the UFC. He's, got, he's even just got to go, you know what? It is what it is, and I've just got to live with it. Mm. And then he might get near a title shot, and then he might earn some decent money as well. Mm. Um, I know that Nick's just uh, mentioned... Uh, Shevchenko's Instagram account. But if there's a one Instagram account that I would recommend towards you, it would be Felice Herricks, all right? Now, what, you were raising your eyebrows at before now? Fucking dirty old bastard, yeah. What's the matter with you? You, You're the dirty man. It's her own fault. She puts on the gear, doesn't she? Well, well, takes off the gear, takes off the gear and puts it all all, all over her Instagram and then mourns that she's uh, being ogled by many, many fans, does Felice. Uh, The kid can fight, uh, but she's she's rather attractive as well and she's in a great fight with uh, another... Uh, Polish superstar, a girl that um, kind of 
you know, it was a good fight with Erin Joanna back, mm-hmm. uh, was that last year, year before? Yep. Um, but Carolina's back in action this weekend against uh, Felice Herrig. Again, this uh, won one five pounds division. Every, previously to Joanna getting beat, I said that everybody underneath Joanna, very competitive. It's a very competitive division. People yep. like Carolina Felice and obviously Rose and all those types of characters. Now that Johanna's been beaten, yeah. It kind of makes it more interesting again, you know what I mean? Because there's a little bit of a round robin that could happen. You could genuinely see, let's say Rose wins at the weekend. Yeah. You can genuinely see Carolina or Felice, whoever wins that fight, being shoehorned in down down that route to take her on. Absolutely. I think whoever wins this is, uh, gets the opportunity to make a bit of a statement and certainly jump straight back in. Obviously, um, Carolina's got to win over Rose anyway, so that would set it up perfectly. And Felice Hedig, who, I'll be honest, I, I never really rated that highly. Um but she's on an absolute tear in the in the UFC. I think she's put five or six straight wins together, which yeah. is phenomenal for any fighter in any weight division of the UFC. So, I think the winner of this will more than likely fight for the uh, fight for the belt next. But uh, it's a, it's a good fight. I really like it. Um, I'd love to see Rose Catalina again. Um, hmm. But I think I think you're right. Rose versus Joanna. Rose it's hard po- to look past. Let's look past it. This Ro- is a different Rose than Eunice. Yeah, absolutely. And Rose beat. You know, Carly, oh, sorry, Carolina's got to win over Rose. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, I'd love to see the rematch. I think that's something Rose had pushed for as well. Yeah, yeah. First four fights in the UFC for uh, for Rose were very stop start. Really, there yeah. was a little, was very learning. She was young, a little bit naive with some of the stuff, and obviously what she's done to Joanna in her last fight. This is Rose Namakunas two point She's obviously found uh, a camp that she's happy with. She's found a training regime that she's happy with, and she's found herself as a fighter. She knows what she's all about now. Yeah. Um, so therefore, I would like to see that Carolina fight once again because I think Carolina's brilliant. She just ran into uh, uh, a Joanna, and maybe that national pride kind of got in the way. A bit too much emotion in that particular fight with these, but the girls both being from Poland. It'd be nice to see Carolina and uh, Rose Namakunas go at it again. I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, absolutely. Um, further down this card, what else do I like? What's lighting you up? The first fight on the ex- exact in the whole card. Features a guy called Zabit Magomed Sharapov. Easy for you to say. I know, yeah. Magomed Sharapov. He's a Khabib boy, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Dagestani. Um, undefeated record. Absolute killer. He's had two fights in the UFC so far. He's had performance of the night bonus on both occasions. His last win, that Anaconda choke in November in China, was absolutely so superb. So this is a guy that is just collecting necks and collecting checks, if you like. He's 14 and... Has he lost the fight? 14 and 0, 14 and 1, maybe. Um, but his 12 of his 14 wins have been by stoppage, knockouts, and submissions. The guy's an absolute killer, future title contender for sure. From when you look at him, he looks insane. Um, and he's not waiting around, obviously. I think mm. his nickname is ZM Punk. ZM Punk. ZM Punk. Speaking of which, what's happening to CM Punk? Well, he's supposed to be on the Chicago bill, isn't he? But they, they haven't announced an opponent as of yet. Mm. But uh, we're hearing again the same person that told me Pettis is uh, Pettis is looking better than ever. Uh, told me that CM Punk. Oh, he's he's a way a lot better than his debut. I'm like, well, fucking thank fuck. Yeah, I'd have I'd have got even a good go on his debut. Yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ, he couldn't get any worse. So we're hearing that he's going to be on this Chicago Bill, which is obviously now headlined by Whitaker versus Ramiro too. But no opponent as of yet. They're obviously looking to scrape someone off the off the floor somewhere. <laughs> But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it was somebody else making their UFC debut, to be honest. But Anything else lighting you up on that? I, on... Pi- I picked all my ones. I think uh, Alia Kint is the one that I always look out for when he's on there. Carolina and Phyllis Herrig. Chiesa, Anthony Pettis. Um, and then obviously the two main uh, title fights at the top of the card. They're the ones that I personally would look yeah, out for. Yeah, they're all the big fights, I think. Um, 
you know, there's there's a couple of veterans on here as well. Joe Lau's on versus Grucha Mike. Yeah, I saw that. Interesting. And Evan Dunham, uh, Olivier Oban Mercier could be a good little fight too. So it's a decent card. It's a good card. And uh, as you say, the two title fights at the top of the card are probably the big fights that we're all looking out for. But if I was going to put money somewhere, I would say I Quinterfeld is going to be fighting the night. I hope. Sure. I hope that there is. As you... You kind of got me thinking during this podcast when you mentioned at the start here that uh, about UFC Russia, the narrative and all that type of stuff. It would be great if Connor was there, wouldn't it? it would if be. there's a time for Connor to make an appearance, it would be here. It is now because I've seen a few people come out and say, "Oh, why didn't Connor not step in for Max Holloway?" Listen, Connor don't step in for nothing with six days' notice no more because the money they can't generate too much the cash. Money. There's yeah. too much money, you know, and, and and Connor's return is worth way way too much money to. We're talking about a worldwide media tour, aren't we, and all that shit? Would not surprise me if they already had the UFC Russia Khabib versus Connor promo fucking ready to go. Even if it was just Khabib walking through the city of Moscow, whatever, and then at the end they just have like Connor laughing or something. You know what I mean? The UFC love to tickle us with that. Would not be surprised if they dropped that post fight because that's 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 how close we are to, to certainly to UFC. <sighs> the hairs on the back done. of my neck is standing up here. I would love him to be octagon side. I would love to. I'd yeah. love him to be in the arena. It's probably not going to happen or no. a summit, but over the next week, I want to hear from Conor McGregor. I want him to be a part of it or. Or Connor drops something on his Instagram at the end of the fight, or what? It, that's what I'm going to be doing. Forget bloody Felice Herrig's uh, Instagram that I'm uh, currently having a look at right at this moment in time. I'll be all over all Conor over McGregor. Connor. Just refresh, refresh. When's he dropping it? When's he dropping it? Are oh, we going to Moscow? If uh, Connor rocks up, we want to. What's them? What's them hats called that they wear out there? Oh, like the war hat thing. No, you know the, the little thing. Not the, not the. Uh, or even better, if he has one of those Khabib's hat on. hat on, that big fluffy Khabib hat. Yeah. Oh, and he's just sat there with a little uh, uh, Russian uh, vodka or something like that going, see you in Russia, cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> Crack out the red panties, baby. We're going to the Kremlin. <laughs> that would be amazing, wouldn't it? Absolutely. And it's happening. We are definitely going to be going to Russia. If he wins, though. But he's got to win first this weekend. He's got to, uh, he's got to win because that just sets up the as I say, this massive, massive move for the UFC. And it's been talked about for an awful long time. There's been an awful lot of negotiating going on to get the UFC, the octagon finally into into Mother Russia. Mm. But uh, when it happens, it needs to happen big. And there's no nothing bigger than Khabib versus Connor. Mm. Uh, just finally, before we uh, clear off, I know we mentioned this kind of at the start of the show, but I want to give it its, its own particular... Uh, point of the program um, with Bispin and uh, UFC Liverpool because we obviously thought that it might happen UFC London there was a little bit of rumour knocking about that they might fast track him and shoehorn him in and we I spoke to him during that particular fight week and he was offered a fight Richard he was offered Richard um, but uh, contractually it just wasn't right at that particular time Yeah, um, he's obviously looking to call time on it he would love to do it in front of the UK fight fans he's got a lot of commitments as Mike at this moment in time he's doing fucking movies galore yeah. he's doing all this stuff over in uh, America with Fox TV you may have seen on his Instagram and Twitter accounts he's setting up businesses left right and centre I think he's got a betting business now and he's got a supplement business now and he's doing all these fucking random things he's a busy cat yeah. at the end of the day it's not the same Michael Bispin that started this this journey in in those Clitheroe gyms back Absolutely in the day, not. all right? He's a busy guy. So, therefore, the timing has got to be right for him to be able to uh, to train properly and give it everything he's got for one last time. Um, and May 27th, it sits nice. So, believe in the hype of what he's saying at this moment in time. I think he genuinely can see the value in doing this in the northwest of England, in Liverpool, to call time on it. 
Um, Rashad, someone like that would be an absolute perfect opponent, wouldn't it? That would be absolutely tremendous for the for the fight fans here in this city yeah. that we record this podcast in here in Liverpool. I know that it's all about Till at the moment. I know it's all about Till. Of course. But to have Bisping on there as well, man. Yeah. No, to have yeah. that moment in front of UK fans, oh, man, to leave those gloves in the middle of the octagon, I mean, that's going to be special within itself. It would make sense because this is pretty much the city where it all began, obviously. I know he's, uh, I know he's been dubbed as fighting out of Manchester, but he's obviously from Clitheroe and he trained in Widnes, which for Wolfsley, anyone that doesn't yeah. know, um, you know, is kind of like between Liverpool and Manchester anyway. Probably closer to Liverpool than Manchester, yeah, Widnes, yeah. to be fair. Uh, he was based at the Wolfslayer gym, so the city has played a massive part in his in his career. Um, it would be a great way for him to sign off. Um, I don't know whether the UFC could afford to put him on as a co-main event because the kind of money that Bisping demands. It's not the biggest arena. You know, I think they'll struggle. I know we've been all been getting excited saying, oh, 12,000 and this and that. I think even with, just because the way the layout is with the UFC, how big the octagon is and the, and the space they need to do what they need to do, it's probably going to be under 9,000. Even though it'll be full to capacity, it'll probably be about eight and a half, nine thousand 9,000 at the very most. So that kind of gate... Um, even though it is a Fox show, just it just doesn't lend itself. I just don't. It for me, it doesn't feel like this. This is the right place for Bisping. I hope I'm wrong. I hope it is because I think it'd be absolutely brilliant. And again, God forbid something happens to Darren Till, it would give us that local interest still to and know, the headline carry the card and the, you know and the ideal replacement headliner. But um, yeah, man, fingers crossed. But listen, I think I think someone do you know what it also says like well? a Rashad would make sense. But then I think Bisping being a proud man. Wouldn't surprise me if it was someone like a Uriah Hall, someone faded up into the top ten rankings, mm. someone that's, you know, David you, Branch, Derek Brunson. Do you know? Do you know what someone it, who's ranked? We love narratives, yeah, and I I do get romantic around fight sports, of course I do. It's it's a passing of the torch. That's why I want. Yeah, yeah, that's why I true. want Bisping on there because Bisping has pioneered UK mixed martial arts for the best part of fifteen years. Man, he's been doing it at the very highest level through yeah. all the cage red stuff, the cage warrior stuff, the tough stuff, then into the UFC, all the all these types of things. And on May twenty seventh, with a new UK superstar ready to take that mantle in yeah. Darren Till. He's already said as Bisping that he thinks Darren Till is going to be the next UK British. Uh, UFC world champion and there's just something quite romantic about that where Bisping does his thing calls it a day yeah. and Darren Till comes Takes of age takes over straight after comes of age man. follows him into the octagon basically yeah amazing I, I get it we get it but again sometimes the UFC don't don't see these stories for what they are mm. it's, a, it's a money making business at the end of the day and they know Bisping can headline a card anywhere in the world and it'll sell out so yeah but we like romance every now and again don't we, we? Do. we're lovers we us do. we're not fighters <laughs> see what I did there <laughs> anyway thank you very much for listening to us today it's been an absolute pleasure once again you can get us on iTunes Fight Disciples please write us a five star review on there I know I'm begging about that but if you do do that it just helps boost our ratings um, and boost our uh, visibility within the iTunes chart it's a weird chart it doesn't just work on downloads if it did we'd be flying but it doesn't work like that but if you can help us out that'd be great Uh, you can get us on all social media as well at Fight Disciples on Facebook Twitter and Instagram keep up to date uh, with us on Twitter, especially this week. It is the UFC, for fuck's sake. Shit does fall off, as we've already experienced uh, with Tony Ferguson. Yep. Uh, so we will uh, hopefully keep you up to date with that throughout the course of the week. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.